Welcome to KXA News Today. Here are your Tuesday morning headlines. An estimated 6,000 migrants from Central and South America are heading through Mexico to the U.S. border. That caravan departed near Mexico's southern border with Guatemala on Christmas Eve. The U.S. says American airstrikes destroyed facilities belonging to a group linked to Iran. Today, U.S. Central Command says President Biden ordered the attack after the group injured three U.S. service members in an attack on an air base in Iraq on Christmas Day. For the first time in program history, Texas State is playing a game outside the regular season. The Bobcats will take on the Rice Owls this afternoon in the Serve Pro First Responders Bowl at Gerald J. Ford Stadium in Dallas. Kickoff scheduled for 4.30 in the evening and will be broadcast on ESPN. Good morning, I am Tom Miller, Nabil Ramana, joining us along with Rich Siegel. How about those, uh, those Bobcats? That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to watching it. You know, I can oh. see the excitement. <laughs> I am looking forward to watching it. It's football, you know. That's true. And you this is the best week. don't have many more of these days left. That's Absolutely. Right. That's um, right. We have a rather cold morning today, and this is going to be the first of several. We're also seeing just a little bit of high cloudiness on clouds and radar right now. No rain underneath these clouds, and uh, we are going to go through uh, the next uh, few days rain-free across the area. 30 degrees right now at San Sabin, Lampasas, 28 at Lano, 31 at Georgetown, 37 in Austin, 40 right now in Luling. We have wind chills in the upper 20s to low 30s for many of our reporting stations right now because we have a variable wind. Uh, some of you are getting a northeast wind, others are getting a southwest wind, so it's variable right now. 24-hour temperature change is about 8 to 15 degrees versus where we were at this time on Christmas morning. And as we go through the day, we'll see some of these high clouds continuing. We'll only be in the 30s by 8 o'clock, and then we warm into the 50s for most of the afternoon, peaking at a high today of 60 degrees. We'll be talking about these several cold mornings coming up how 2023 ends, and how 2024 begins. Coming up in just a few minutes here in First Warning Weather. Thank you, Rich. Two Austin City Council members are talking with us about their own mental health treatments. KXAN's Grace Reader explains how one member's move to step back encouraged the other to step forward. It was absolutely one of the most difficult decisions I've ever had to make. For the first time on camera, Councilmember Natasha Harper-Madison is opening up about the challenges she's faced with mental health. Earlier this year, Harper-Madison took several weeks of medical leave as she sought treatment. An especially difficult decision, Harper-Madison says, because she's the only black city council member. A representation she worried would be lost in her absence. Being the only one comes with a whole lot of... Um, expectations and I feel very you know responsible for meeting those expectations as frequently as possible. But without help she didn't have much to give. Not only was her decision to step away met with support it started a conversation and as it turns out Harper Madison isn't alone. And at that point I decided it was time for me to just be a good advocate for mental health problems and talk about it rather than just hide it. Councilmember Mackenzie Kelly has been diagnosed with PTSD and an anxiety disorder, but it wasn't something she talked about. You're okay. Which is where Frank comes in. 
Frank, Councilmember Kelly's specially trained service dog, now comes to work every day. And as a product of that, Kelly says she started talking about the challenges she's faced, too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it has been an incredible uh, difference to have him in my life. I go to the hospital less. I take less medication. It feels wonderful to know that something that I was so terrified to be upfront about, because I, too, you know, have some hesitation. Now back at City Hall, after mental health treatment and finding right medications, Harper Madison says she has a renewed focus after time spent healing, something she hopes one day could be an option for all. I felt stronger and more um, invigorated. You know, my hope is that we really do open up more dialogue opportunities. Grace Reader, KXAN News. Councilmember Harper Madison asked that we share these warning signs with you from the American Psychiatric Association. Look out for sleep or appetite changes, withdrawal from normal activities or things you once enjoyed. That includes changes in school or work and increased sensitivity. If you or someone you know needs support now, you can call or text 988, the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. There's some new video coming in overnight from New York City of large pro-Palestinian protests late on Christmas Day. Protesters flooded the streets of Midtown Manhattan for what they called the All Out on Christmas for Gaza rally. Protests later ended with arrests, although we do not know how many protesters officers detained. Demonstration comes after Gaza's health ministry said that multiple attacks killed 250 people in the previous 24 hours in the war between Israel and Hamas. From reading minds to potentially saving lives, a look at the benefits and risk at the technological breakthrough that defined 2023. Plus, where you can send your Christmas tree so that it can keep on giving. Welcome back to Time 438. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene is thanking local police after they confirmed she and her family were the victim of another swatting incident at her Georgia home Christmas Day. The Georgia Republican posted about it on X, formerly known as Twitter. Police in Rome, Georgia told NBC News that a person made a call to the suicide hotline claiming that he had shot his girlfriend at Green's address. Police then contacted Green's local security liaison to inform the congresswoman's team about the call. However, her security team decided officers didn't need to respond. Police and Green say this is the eighth swatting incident at her home. As we are wrapping up the Christmas season and moving forward, really two types of people uh, who, who respond to this. Some people who like to take their Christmas tree down right after Christmas. So that will be later on this morning, later on today. Others like to maybe milk it a little while for a couple days, couple weeks. But starting today, trees can be dropped off at the polo fields at Austin Zilker Park for recycling. The city has recycled holiday trees for more than 30 years. And this is some video from previous years, as you can maybe tell by the cars <laughs> being driven there. People in Austin can place all natural holiday trees on the curb to be collected on their regularly scheduled composting collection day as well. Austin Resource Recovery encourages people to give their trees a second life by repurposing them into mulch or compost. We've got information on how you can do that at KXAN.com. 
Still ahead, how a Central Texas pastor made sure that hundreds were not left behind this holiday season. And how an Austin woman's hard work means millions more will enjoy a Hollywood blockbuster. Texas State Bobcats will be in their first ever bowl game later today. I've got more on that coming up. Good morning, a live look outside. Uh, as you can see, downtown Austin lit up. And hope you're having a wonderful morning after a lovely holiday. This year, the Barbie movie Smash Records and the film is now getting more accessible. Warner Brothers released an American Sign Language version to make 2023's biggest blockbuster reach the widest audience possible. KXN's Monica Madden sat down with the Austinite who signed the entire two-hour movie, one of the few films available in ASL. The world turned pink when Barbie hit theaters this summer. The highest grossing film of the year now fully accessible to even more people. Austin's own Layla Hanaumi welcomes everyone into Barbie world by interpreting and performing the full movie in ASL. Hi, Barbie. She was thrilled when she got tapped for the gig. Typically, it's an afterthought. People forget to make things accessible until something comes up. This is probably one of my favorite places. Deaf herself, we spoke to Hanaumi through an interpreter, learning critical phrases along the way. Hi, Barbie. In the two-hour film, Hanaumi's joy is contagious as she signs and acts her way through dozens of roles. We use different techniques, like role shifting is a grammatical form in ASL. So when the character, one character is speaking, I'll role shift my, my shoulders to one side. And that really embodies, I then embody the tone and the pace and the language of that person. With fast-paced dialogue full of punchy political references, Hanaumi says Barbie was her toughest project yet. She watched the movie 50 times to get it just right. A lot of creative decisions went into how this was done. While closed captioning does help, things like emotion and tone can get lost in translation. It's why Hanaumi wants more films to include ASL to help capture the full nuance of language. Barbie is iconic and it, the message was so powerful and it was critical to capture every bit of what was in the movie. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off. Actress America Ferreira's epic monologue in the film resonated with women all over the world. A monologue was my favorite scene to do. But the underlying themes of acceptance hit home for Hanaumi. It truly showed how women, myself included, have to be not too much and not too little. We have to find that place to be just right in order to be accepted in the world. And that applies to my identity as a deaf person. With the smash hit expanding its reach to the deaf community, Hanaumi is hopeful. It's a sign of more progress to come. It was amazing to get that call. Um, it was a true sign of, of change, of how the world is transforming. I hope it will encourage others in the broader community to connect with deaf people. We've always been around, and now we have the opportunity to be a part of each other's worlds. In Austin, Monica Madden, KXAN News.
Hana Umi says she hopes this version of the movie will inspire production companies to make more films with an ASL to Barbie with ASL is now available to stream exclusively on HBO's Max, where you can watch Layla signing the entire movie. Did you guys see the movie at all? No. Yes. I did too. What did yeah. you think? I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I thought it was great. And I thought her shirt that she was wearing in that interview was super cool, said Deffy. And I was stunned that she said she watched the movie 50 times wow. to be able to like get all the nuances of all the dialogue right. Absolutely. And the way she talked about two changing characters and kind of yeah. moving yeah. and signing, Doing that's, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. You should see it, Rich. I will probably <laughs> we'll do that. You. you know, when I'm done with the holiday schedules and I have a little time to myself, then I'll go okay. see it. All okay. Right. We have a chilly morning across yeah. the area, one of several coming up. Uh, let's take another look at clouds and radar. Some high clouds over the sky right now, uh, especially in areas south and southeast of Austin. They're moving uh, out through the uh, late afternoon into the evening hours. Live look in downtown Austin from the Austonian, a cl uh, mostly clear sky, 37 degrees. Yesterday, we peaked at 57. That was the forecast, 5 degrees below normal. We'll be a little warmer today, but still below normal with noontime temperatures in the low to mid 50s, warming this afternoon into the upper 50s to low 60s, and again, a mostly sunny sky. Temperatures will drop into the 30s again tomorrow morning, but it's around Rather dull map, wouldn't you say? There's not much happening on this map until tomorrow when another cold front moves across the area. That will deliver a northwest wind for Thursday and or rather for Wednesday and give us a little cool down for Thursday and on into Friday as well. And then we take a longer look at this uh, from uh, Thursday on into the weekend and all we see are some clouds. Not much rain at all, not only here, but across the state too with yet another front coming. Uh, this one is going to slowly ease its way across the area. The map updated to show some rain on Sunday, but we don't think that's going to happen. We feel that the next rain that will happen here will uh, come on Tuesday and as a result, uh, we're just going to stay dry to end the year. Seven day forecast says nothing. All right, from the first morning weather center, 60 degrees for the high today with a, a sunny to partly cloudy sky this morning and then more sun this afternoon. 61 tomorrow, 57 Thursday, 58 on Friday. Temperatures will be in the low to mid 60s on Saturday. New Year's Eve will warm to the mid and upper 60s. New Year's Day will be in the upper 50s to some low 60s. And that's the uh, forecast as we go through the next several days. Now, a violent earthquake that shook China one week ago was that country's deadliest in nine years. Chinese officials say the 6.2 quake killed 149 people, injured nearly 1,000. It destroyed more than 14,000 homes and triggered mudslides. The quake shook a remote part of North Central China on December 18th. Thank you, Rich. We are still waiting to hear from the social media company X after a federal judge allowed a multi-million dollar lawsuit against the company to go forward. That judge ruled X violated a contract between the company and its employees over unpaid bonuses. A former X executive living here in Texas taking the company to court he says workers were promised half their targeted bonuses, but that money never came. It's unknown how many employees may be affected by that ruling. In October, President Biden ordered tech companies to report on the risks of artificial intelligence that they created. Some have said that AI has made our daily lives easier and that it shows promise in areas like medicine and education. But it also comes with a lot of questions. A lot of people have concerns as well. 
NBC's Jake Ward takes a look at this year of AI. Artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence could soon transform Hollywood and the harm this software can cause. 2023 was when AI went from nerdy jargon to a daily part of politics, entertainment. Chat GPT, dude. Even schoolwork. How many of you use the AI like ChatGPT or Bard in this discussion? It has come at us very fast. ChatGPT from industry leader OpenAI now has 100 million weekly users just since its launch last year, with 92% of Fortune 500 companies using the technology, according to the company. But beyond ChatGPT, the stuff AI did this year is amazing. It caught a glimpse of our thoughts. So as long as I have seen it and you know the patterns of my brain, then the AI will read that out of my brain. Yes, yes, exactly. Spotted mental health risks in children. An output will say this is a patient at high risk, this is a patient at low risk. And created tons and tons of weird art. The godlike power to commission any artist in history. Yeah, hmm. that's the fun part. But as 2024 approaches, AI's ability to trick anyone's eyes could be the end of trust. Deep fake, face swap, um, unbelievably easy to do. Right. In just the time it took us to set up our cameras, UC Berkeley professor Hani Farid made me look like I had starred in Doctor Strange. This is on my laptop. On your laptop in yeah. half an hour, an hour. Ten minutes. Yeah. Wow. But that same tech in our politics can be dangerous. The Republican National Committee already aired one AI-generated ad full of fake imagery. The closed the city of San Francisco this morning. Go to Slovakia right now where the Russians are trying to interfere with the elections. Go to the Sudan where we're seeing fake audio trying to stow civil unrest. Still, David Holtz, founder of AI art company Midjourney, said earlier this year that the risk of misuse is not worth giving up on AI. It's better just to trust people that they're going to use things in good ways. You're always going to get some edge case. That's just what having an effect on the world is like. AI investors like former Google CEO Eric Schmidt say companies should more or less regulate themselves. There's no one in the government who can get it right. But the industry can roughly get it right, and then the government can put a regulatory structure around it. That argument has mostly won out. Europe and China have both moved forward on broad AI regulations this year, but as 2023 winds down, the U.S. remains the Wild West for AI. A world-changing technology moving so fast and with little sign of slowing down. Jake Ward, NBC News. Scary to see some of this stuff capable of... Going in depth here in Texas, the surge in AI led to the state legislature to establish the Artificial Intelligence Advisory Council. Members study and oversee how state agencies use artificial intelligence. Council is also going to provide recommendations for the Texas legislature in two years, 2025. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning to you. Big day for Texas State football. First ever bowl game for the Bobcats there in Dallas. It's the first responders bowl against Rice this afternoon. Texas State shocked everybody when they opened the season with a win at Baylor. And from there, the Bobcats go on to win those six games to make them bowl eligible. They've been bowl eligible before, but they weren't enough bowl games. Did lose their final three games, but still head into this one against the Owls at six and six. And G.J. Kenny, the offensive minded first year coach, says this will be a key on his side of the ball this afternoon. On offense, it's going to be about us executing at a very high level, uh, getting our uh, playmakers the ball in space and and, and uh, getting that first first down and, and continuing the, the momentum and, and the uh, and the tempo will be huge. Uh, I think anytime especially in a bowl game when you've been off for a little bit, we can get our tempo going. I think it, it really causes defenses problems. 
This one, the middle of three games today, is three of 19 bowl games between today and Friday. Of course, Monday, it's the Sugar Bowl. Longhorns will leave tomorrow for New Orleans. You can help send them off between 10.30. The buses will pull out at about 11.30 south of the stadium tomorrow morning. Washington heading to New Orleans later today. Back to you. For those listening on the KXN Today podcast, thanks for joining us. Here's what else we're tracking at 5 on KXN Today. The wildfires on Maui made headlines around the world. Next, the painfully slow process of rebuilding paradise. In-depth investigative. This is KXAN News Today. It is a cold morning the day after Christmas, and this cold weather may be here for the rest of the year. Good morning. I'm Tom Miller. And I'm Nabil Ramadan in for Sally Hernandez. Meteorologist Rich Siegel joining us. We said no white Christmas this year, and looks like no snow in the forecast at all. <laughs> no snow. No, all right. no, Nabil, there is no snow for Central Texas I'll keep anytime. My fingers crossed. You can do future. that uh, for the future. Just okay. a light and misting. We'll, we'll look for that maybe in, in December of uh, 2024. Uh, the mornings are going to be particularly cold, obviously, because that's how the weather works. But we will, as we get into this holiday weekend, the next one, we will be a little bit warmer to close out 2023. Mm. Be nice. It will be nice weather for uh, Saturday night and again on Sunday. Okay. So here we go with another look at clouds and radar. Uh, just to show you that we have for our northern viewing area, a clear sky and for Austin eastward and south, we are looking at a bit of cloud cover right now, but not a great deal of it. 28 still at Leno, uh, mostly the upper 20s to low 30s across the hill country right now. Uh, temperatures in Austin and Derping Springs are one of the higher at 36, and then we're at 40 right now at uh, Luling, and those are the uh, current temperatures. This is the current wind chill, and not much.